Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour three of the Ben Maller Show, recorded off terrestrial radio with limited commercial interruption. And you can, like, fast forward through the commercials. You're not supposed to do that because we love our advertisers. I'll make a deal with you, though. If you support the advertisers, you're allowed to fast forward through all the commercials. I won't tell anybody. Just support our advertisers. So, here in hour three, talking baseball. Big story on the commissioner of that sport. Does Rob Manford hate baseball, or does he just hate the fans of baseball? And what do you make of Rob Manford's feature interview? We, we break it down from beginning to end, and how does baseball manage to survive this poor leadership? Continue to have a stooge running the show. Talk about that and more right now. It's our number three, and here it is. The steward of the game. Yeah, it's going very well. Unless it's not. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air everywhere, cheek to cheek, as we have no strings attached, coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and imposingly powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the pen, the bullpen, slinging bull all night long under the cover of darkness. The Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. So our lead this hour coming from baseball as we head to the corner offices on Park Avenue in Midtown Manhattan, the baseball bubble. That is where you will find the czar of the sport, Rob Manford, or as we call him on this show, Manfraud. 
Uh, Rob Manford, Major League Baseball's commissioner, the topic of conversation. He got a big write-up. I don't know if you saw this or not. Maybe, maybe you missed it. A lengthy feature article on Rob Manford ran on the Entertainment and Sports Network website, that fledgling company out of Bristol, Connecticut. The commissioner in the spotlight right there. The story covered all the hand-picked I- issues of the, of the day. Uh, in the article, Manford admitted that there is one criticism, one thing in particular that gnaws at him, that bothers him. Now, what is it? You know what it is? You see the story? Well, Manford, in the article, said that he despises the fact that he supposedly hates baseball. Manford telling a reporter, it is, this is a quote, it is the most ridiculous thing among other fairly ridiculous things that get said about me. Now, he went on to claim that one does, uh, that one does rub me the wrong way. So not like Deshaun Watson, because he liked things rubbed the right way. Anyway, all right, so back to the, uh, the, the story at hand here. Since we are the bastions of fairness, really the last bastions of fairness here, fair, impartial arbitrators of truth, justice, and the sports talk radio way on FSR. We are the perfect people to answer this question because the question has been raised many times about, does Manfred hate baseball? Does he hate the fans? All of the above. So the question, does baseball commissioner Rob Manfred hate the sport of baseball or does he simply hate baseball fans or all of the above? All right, the scales of justice are leaning towards the fans. It's the fans. He hates the fans. Now, I've got Lukey's Carnival Food and Betty Crocker, and we will connect all of these random things together, and we are going to make nachos, ballpark nachos covered in neon orange cheese. You got to eat it fast because when that cheese you know, everyone's had this experience. You get the nachos, they look great. If you don't eat them fast enough, then you got these soggy things that aren't even chips anymore. It's a big pain in the ass. All right. So, first of all, Rob Manford is the bad news bears of commissions. As the steward of the game, he consistently has shown that he has no idea what he's doing. He's a terrible loser. Imagine if you had a billion dollar company. And you hired Bozo the Clown as your boss. That's what the owners of baseball have done with this commissioner. Under Rob Manford or Manfraud's watch, Major League Baseball had consistently gone to the fans. They have spit loogies on their constituents. Baseball is worse for the fan today than it was Eight years ago when Rob Manfred took over. Now, what's my evidence? Let's go to the scorecard. Here are the biggest hits of Rob Manford, the man that hates the fans. Manford allowed the cheating Astros to go unpunished. Not a single player who took part in the greatest cheating scandal since the Black Sox scandal, not a single one was punished. It was the perfect crime. Not only that, the commissioner of baseball with the fans going crazy, demanding justice. What did Rob Manfred do? He stuck his, his tongue out and said, nah, 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 nah. That's essentially what he did. He offered to protect the cheating Astros, the ball players in the 2017 World Series, protect them from criticism. He failed to void the World Series trophy. Would have been an easy thing to do. He said, ah, we're taking that away. Nobody won. Then he had the chutzpah, as my grandfather used to tell me when I was a little kid. He had the chutzpah to claim the championship trophy was just a piece of metal. Just a piece of metal. But wait, there's more. Rob Manford hates fans so much, he attacked fans of minor league baseball. Uh, He downsized dozens of minor league teams, got rid of them. They vanished. In great towns that had supported minor league baseball for many, many years. Small town USA given the middle finger by Rob Manford. Why? He hates the fans. He hates the fans. He's bottom line Rob Manford. He can't stand the fans. And so, you know, I'll give you an example. We do the show from L.A. in the high desert 
in in L.A. There was a, a Cal League team called the Lancaster Jethawks. Been around for a number of years. Had a really cool ballpark. Nice desert town. And I'd been to a few games over the years. They had had us up there to throw out the first pitch and whatnot. And Rob Manford, with his magic wand, hocus pocus, got rid of that team for no good reason. For no good reason. Thus, taking affordable baseball away from the fans. But wait, there's more on the field. On the field, Rob Manford added a little league wrinkle. Ghost runners to regular season extra inning games. Just out of nowhere. It's like a traveling college team or a high school. We'll just put a runner at second base. How did he get there? Did he come out of a wormhole? It's like, wait a minute. There's a, all of a sudden, a guy at second base. Uh, now, earlier this year, with a labor dispute going on, Rob Manford was photographed practicing his golf swing in the middle of that labor impasse. He then famously smiled and guffawed at a news conference in which he announced he was canceling regular season games. All of a sudden, he was Chuckles the Clown. Fans were upset. Rob Manford was laughing at you. That's the commissioner of baseball? My ass. That's not a real commissioner. But wait, there's more. The reason I'm going, he hates the fans. All these things and this. He has made it near impossible to watch all of your team's games on the weekend without spending insane amounts of money. Now, baseball is an everyday sport, and you're not supposed to watch every game. But oftentimes what you'll do is on the weekends, when you're not in the rat race, on the weekends you're like, all right, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are games I can watch. I can enjoy my team on those days. So I'm going to watch. Well, Friday night has become an Apple streaming night. Saturday night and Sunday, or Saturday day and Sunday, depending on uh, your team, uh, whether they're popular or not, you will be on the Peacock or Paramount. So if you do the math on that, that means in addition to your local cable, if you want to watch your games, unless you're a pirate, wink, wink, but not a Pittsburgh pirate, but you, you have to watch cable television. You have to pay for it, which is expensive. You then need, by my count, three streaming platforms just to watch the local nine and a designated hitter play ball because you got to have your local cable, your Apple TV. Some of those games were free. I think they're charging now. Peacock and Paramount. And Rob Manford rubber-stamped all of that. Why? Bottom line, Rob, uncontrolled greed didn't give a rat's tuchus about the fans. Now, secondly, what do you make of this feature interview? Let's get down to that. So this feature interview, which is getting a lot of attention, it was mostly what I call carnival food, cotton candy. It was light and fluffy. Uh, Major League Baseball spin doctors working overtime to help change the narrative it reminds me of a couple years ago when we heard that Roger Goodell had hired a PR person to change his reputation, and there were stories planted with useful idiots in the media to get the word out and to curry public support. So I, I had the same vibe with this, the ancient art of puffery. This is a very wordy story that contains many unwarranted you know, super uh, phrases and of praise uh, for the commissioner. In fact, I, I counted the words. I put it into a word counter. This Rob Manford story has 10,223 words, 348 sentences, 188 paragraphs. It is estimated to read the whole thing from beginning to end would take 40 minutes. Now, what I did is I skimmed through it. And the whole time I'm skimming through this, I'm looking for key points, right? The whole time I'm skimming through this Rob Manford story, in the back of my head, the cartoon bubble, over my head, the back of my head, I'm thinking of that meme. I'm sure you've seen it if you're on social media. The one that says, I ain't reading all that. I'm happy for you or sorry that happened. That's the way I was thinking while I was reading this story. Uh, I mean, who has time for that gibberish? I barely had the time, and that's all I have time to do is do stuff like this. Uh, but it, it appears a lot of it was taken, not all of it, but a lot of it was taken from like press releases where they were like, hey, or, or somebody that works near the commissioner to kind of help make, look, make him look good. It was gooey, fawning over the, uh, the commissioner there, gooey with, with sugar, the goofy commissioner, exaggerating praise, downplaying the Komodo dragon room. 
And the vibe I got, and I don't know if you saw this or if you read it or not, but the vibe I got was they made him to be the victim. Like, anything that goes wrong is Rob Manchin's fault, and he has really nothing to do with it. Like, he's a sympathetic figure. There is nothing to me sympathetic about this human being in terms of running a baseball operation. There's nothing. And I will never forgive him as long as he's the commissioner for what he did in tw- to the 2017 World Series. That is that is a uh, ultimate crime. We should have a war tribunal. All right, now final thought: How does Major League Baseball manage to survive people like Rob Manford, who have no idea what they're doing? Right. The definition of the Peter Principle is Rob Manford, Ivy League educated lawyer. Gets a job at baseball as a labor lawyer and just sticks around and and goes up to his highest level of incompetence, the commissioner of the sport, and stays there. Baseball, the way I'll describe it, it's a bug. It's a cockroach is what baseball is. People have been saying for over 100 years, baseball's dying. I brought this up from time to time. In the early 1900s, there were columnists saying baseball was boring no one likes baseball anymore. People have moved on to other things. And if you do the math on that, we are talking, baseball's been on its deathbed for four generations. <laughs> Think about that. Four generations of people have come, and most of them have gone and left this mortal coil. And during their time, somebody said, oh, baseball's dead. Now, theorizing here, Major League Baseball is just, too, at this point, it's too powerful to be defeated. Now, nothing lasts forever, but they have, created generations of, of fans. It's passed down, not in every family, but it's like, yeah, you grew up, you go to a game. And a lot of times people go to games these days, I get the sense they don't even really like baseball, but they go because the weather's good during the summer, you get out of the house for a few hours, and you can enjoy a nice day at the ballpark and why not. But they, they have transformed uh, into part of the you know, fabric because they've been around for so long, since the 1800s, late 1800s, uh, sporting Americana. They're not as cool as the NBA as far as pop culture. They're, they're certainly not as popular as the NFL, which matter. They're, they're the only sport that is a totally national sport. Baseball is a regional sport, unfortunately. Otherwise, I talk about it more. But uh, Major League Baseball has a loyal enough fan base that even Rob Manfred can't F it up. It really is an idiot-proof business. Like Betty Crocker should be the commissioner. A hamburger helper. Bring in the hamburger helper. Just add water. It is goof-proof. At least it appears to be, because no matter what, the television, in this case the streaming, they keep coming in and making it rain. And TV pays the bills. The fans buy enough tickets, hot dogs, nachos, pretzels, to make the, the accounting work. You thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. Yeah, That's the guy right there. That's your leader. That's you the- led the Dodgers <laughs> to a World Series victory. Holy cannoli. You can't make it up. And we're supposed to feel sympathetic for this guy? Come on. Why don't they get a real commissioner, a real leader in there? All right, it's the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, we'll open up the lines for you at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the program. So we will take your calls. Also later this hour, ask Ben. Your questions are answers, and big tech, big tech about to take over a ballpark near you. It's happening. We now know when it's happening. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fraud! 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 <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It takes the entire village to raise up the Maller Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It takes hardly any time to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. The Tiger's got a big one too, I think. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Alf, the alien opiner from Springfield, Mass, says baseball has squeezed the common man out of the ballpark. Now Uncle Rob wants us to pay premiums for all these streams. When will it end? Our friend Alf says, just think when Uncle Rob checks out, his tombstone will read, I didn't hate baseball. 
Well, that is true, Alf, to a point. The good thing about baseball is there's so many games that if you pick it right and you're willing to see bad teams, you can go to a Major League Baseball game during the week. Now, I don't know about now with the summer, but the first couple months of the year, we checked every day. You could go to a game for like 10 bucks or less in most cities. It's really only Boston, L.A., where you, you have some issues with that, like the Dodgers. The Angels can get in cheap. But the secondary market, if you if you're, you got to pay a, you know, a fee on that, but you can get in for a decent amount of money with baseball. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Sundays, usually you're like lowest pricing days to get to a ball yeah. game. Like that's the way to do it. Like I, I, you, don't, you don't have to pay full price for, for tickets if you really want to go, but then you gotta, if you want to eat, at the game, you're gonna you're gonna be paying ridiculous amounts of money. Well, I take my own food now. Are you allowed to take your yeah? Own food you can take your own food, yeah. Oh, okay. What do you take? Will you sandwiches or something? Oh, in and out or whatever? Some tacos, burritos. Yeah. Yeah. Move, yeah. But I'll also get my daughter like some ice. She wants an ice cream or like the popcorn. I'll also get her that stuff. But for food, you can buy your own food now. Take it inside. Yeah. Much cheaper like, I'm that look- way. I'm looking at the secondary market. Like if you're in Philadelphia, listen right now. And, or in that area, if Jersey or whatever, you want to go to a Phillies game today. It's an afternoon game. They're playing the Braves. or uh, Actually, it's early evening. Uh, but the Braves and Phillies, you can get in there for 14 bucks. So that's not too bad, right? That seems... Yeah, that's good. That's decent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some of these that are... Like if you're in Toronto, our Canadian friends, eight bucks. Blue Jays and Rays. Eight bucks. Dodgers Padres game on a Sunday, uh, 30 bucks, cheapest ticket. Yeah. Well, t- no, today, so. Dodgers and Padres tonight. Today, it'll cost an arm and a leg. Yeah. The cheapest ticket again is 50 bucks. That's not, not good. But anyway, that's just an example. So uh, we began here ranting about Rob Manford, the commissioner of baseball. Mr. Mason in Huntington Beach says Rob Manford might have the makings of a good future district attorney, perhaps in LA County. He says, uh, Sharon writes in, says, yes, Rob Manford hates the fans, just like the Cincinnati Reds owners hate the Reds fans. I don't think the owners, Bob and Phil Castellini, even like baseball, much less even winning. Every other season, they trade their best players and say, screw you to the fans. He says, uh, Adrian, the pokey, pokey, pokey guy says, Hey, it's a 2022 get over 2017 and the cheating Astros. Adrian, this just into Fox Sports Radio. There's no statute of limitations on what they did. Those cheating bums. Sorry. Not get in. Uh, Cole writes in. He says, thank you for your rant against Rob Manford. A plus 10 out of 10. He's a lawyer who doesn't give a blankety blank about anyone not in his tax bracket. He cares only about expansion of owner's bottom line. Well, first of all, Cole, that is true, but that is part of the job. You have to balance it, though. It's it's like the secret recipe for Kentucky Fried Chicken. You have to have the right spices, the right ingredients, so herbs and spices there to make it work. You can't be completely just a, a, a robber bear in the way that, that baseball has been operating here. It's a, it's a joke. Eric in Boston, the Celtic guy, says A-plus on the monologue. Rob Manford hates baseball. And it's fans. He let the Black Sox steal the World Series in 2017. Stevie Meatballs from the Sunshine State. Excellent monologue on Rob Manford. You most definitely had zero regard for the baseball fan, he says. Or he had zero regard for the baseball fan or any semblance of common sense other than the dollar. By the way, I would not hold out much hope for the Credence Tapes, he, uh, he says. All right, uh, let's take some calls. It is a call-in show. We will have Ask Ben coming up in a little bit. And uh, let's say hello. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Take a caller by their name. Who should we take? Let's see here. Let's say hello to Kevin, who's in Omaha. Hello, Kevin. Welcome. What's up? Hi, Kevin. What's going on? Hey, how about the holla at Mala hour? Let's let's hear what uh, America has to say. Why do we have, why do we have to listen to you all night? I'm, I'm just kidding, man. It is your show. Well, yeah, that's usually Kevin Howard. By the way, where's that uh, that hat, man? You lost the bet. Where's the hat? I, you I know what? Seen... I'm gonna send it to you, man. I promise. Yeah. I don't have no address. I don't know how to get it to you. 
I, I put you on hold here. Cool. When when we're done with the call, I'll put you on hold, and you'll get. No. The, what? Hey. I'm not putting you on hold now. I, I, when we're done. Oh, okay. I'm not done yet. Well, I go ahead. You, you think talk- everyone? You think everyone wants to hear what you have to say? So go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. I want to talk about Tyreek Hill. That does hurt being a Kansas City fan. That's almost worse as uh, getting rid of Marcus Peters, uh, Rich Gannon, Dale Carter, and so on. It kind of pisses me off. For real. Anyway. Yeah, yeah but if you listen, if you, you have Patrick Mahomes, so you'd rather have him. You, you, you can make another star. You keep the quarterback. Well, it's obvious. Yeah, you keep the quarterback. Yeah. Tyreek wanted to get paid. The Chiefs don't think he's worth the money. So you bring in somebody else. You're, you're going to be fine. No. No, it seems like to me he was a fifth-round draft pick. And uh, he should give credit to uh, Andy Reid for drafting him in the first place. How in the hell are you going to go to Miami and start hating on Kansas City? I mean, I, we love Tyreek anyway. I want to talk about the Browns and uh, Deshaun Watson. You can, you can, they're going to make the playoffs. You can bet the house on it because he got a chip on his shoulder. I don't care. If How's you don't he like going to question? Question from the back of the room, Kevin. How's he going to make the playoffs if he's on the sidelines? He ain't going to be on the sidelines. Have you ever watched him play? I, I'm not a big Kevin. Fan you of know him. they're deciding right in Delaware right now in Delaware. They're probably waking up in another hour, the attorneys, and they're going to have a nice breakfast, and then they're going to go into a hearing with a former federal judge, and they're going to decide how many games Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. Okay, so he's not going to play play. all the games. He probably won't play any of the games this year. I watched him play. Anyway, uh, like Brian Seip, 1980 Browns, look it up. Okay, the Browns will make the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to tell you something else, but I don't like talking no more. I will send you a hat. People, the American people want to hear what you have to say, Kevin. I will, no. I will send you a hat. All right, hold I'll on a sec. It. All right, uh, Coop, let me give this guy the mailing address, and we'll take care of that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Justin in Cincinnati did not enjoy Kevin... Kevin's phone call from uh, from Omaha, he ripped him, said he's a dumb blankety-blankety-blank. Uh, speaking of that, let's go to Sir Scratch-Off real quick, and then we're going to have Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Hello, Sir Scratch-Off. What's going on there, Ben Maller? <clears throat> <clears throat> Shut up, Roberto. Knucklehead. Hey, Roberto, how you doing over there, brother? You're Mr. Eddie. You just <clears throat> called him a knucklehead. You just were very rude to him. Uh, he's a good guy. Roberto, I like Roberto. Hey, listen to me. I want y'all to answer a question for me now on your little thing you're doing. I'm an hour and a half away from my home. I done made my last stop. And uh, I want you to answer this question on your little thing. I want you to tell me what kind of cars you boys drive. I'm in the cars, scratch-off tickets, and hats. And I love rides. That's what I do for a living. Sell all the parts. Deliver what, about, what about food? You love food. You're a big fan of yeah. food. Yeah, I got my chicken strip right now, and on my second <laughs> quart of coffee here. I just but, imagine uh, you driving around Arkansas. You know, every truck stop you eat, uh, you probably eat like six meals a night while you're driving your truck around. No, Ben, I really don't. Since I started this thing about my weight, I uh, I just don't eat like I used to, buddy. I just don't do all that snacking, and then I save money to put on my scratch off cards. <laughs> so, so you're, you're repurposing the money that you spent on the chips and the and the peanuts and the candy, and now you're going with the a lot. How's how's the lottery? How's that going for you, Sir Scratch Off? How's that? Well, June I had a bad June. I'm hoping August to pick back up, and that's why. If she ain't got one, I like to get old uh, Black Widow. I like to give her one of my free tickets I won the other night because Racist. I like to ask her a question about my birth date. Oh, you're talking about Andrea. You want to send? Okay, uh, we can make that happen. I'm sure Andrea in Berkeley's listening right now. We'll have to set I mean, that up. I'm, yeah. I mean, she ain't got no gold ticket, but I'll give her mine because I still miss old. Where's old Tammy at? I ain't heard from her. Angry Bill in a while. What's up with that? Uh, I'm not their mother. I don't. I don't know. They call when they have the opportunity. They have jobs. Where are the white women at? They're they're busy. There he is. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm so glad we took that call. (laughs) (laughs) So big tech is coming to baseball. Rob Manford in that story that. Puff piece we told you about, mostly a puff piece, but there was some other information. And Manford uh, did reveal that coming 
to a ballpark near you in 2023 will be the pitch clock. That is guaranteed. We already knew that, but in 2024, Rob Manfred said the plan is that there will no longer be umpires calling balls and strikes. It will be an algorithm. They will have robot umpires starting in 2024. Now, the plan will be to have the big tech come up with the – they're already using this in the minor leagues, but they're going to make it seem like they're not doing it because the umpire will be behind the catcher just like it is right now, but the umpire will have an earpiece, and the robot will tell – the computer will tell the umpire whether it's a ball or strike, and that's how they're going to do it. And – but wait, there's more. Uh, Giggity, 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 giggity. I do, I do not like the the robot umps. It seems like a good idea because it'll just you can't argue it. But somebody's got to set the computer up for the strike zone. There there will be hiccups in that, and they're going to expand to thirty two teams. Even though right now they have thirty teams, but really only twenty eight of them because Tampa Bay and Oakland are uh, laughing stock teams. But they want to add two more expansion teams. With that said, here we go. Let's strike up the band right now. Hit that button, Roberto. It's now time for. Time for. Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. And the keeper of the questions, we go over to the Coop, Daloop, Justin Coop. All right, Ben, this is a good one. Uh, Mango Alex wants to know, do you remember the first time you saw a naked woman? Yes, it was in a, a porno magazine. That was the... Like in, are you talking about in real life or uh, what are you talking about? Like I, the first I, thing? I mean, he doesn't specify, but oh, I, actually, I took, no, wait I took no, it no, as to no, mean no, just I, anywhere. E- like. Even better, though. It wasn't even... I take that back. It was not in a porno. The first time I ever saw a naked woman was in National Geographic in elementary school. <laughs> yes, that was the first uh, time yeah, ever. I guess. <laughs> well, uh, they were naked. I don't know. I guess that does that not count? That stuff you had not seen before, uh, Eddie. I found my dad's Playboy collection. Did he have a robust collection of Playboy? No, no. But you know, he had a, a few. <laughs> Yeah, had enough to take care of business. Yeah. I got you. Uh, what about you, Roberto? <laughs> to take care yeah, of Yeah, Playboy collection, yeah. <laughs> the Playboy. The Playboy, yeah. It's going to be tough now because everything's digital these days. Uh, Coop? So I'm trying to figure out which which was first because I, I, I believe it's right around the same time. It was either uh, Ginger Spice in, in Playboy uh, or it was uh, – Kate Winslet in Titanic. I, it was right. It was they were both right around 1997. So I'm not sure which one which one was first. But it year. was either one of those. It was a magical year, 1997. <laughs> uh, Marlins won the World Series, and Coop saw a naked woman. For the first time. Great yes. Right. Well, what what is next here? It's ask Ben. Your questions are answered. Uh, late night drug tester uh, says, uh, "This is for the crew." Are you more likely to pick truth or dare? Uh, probably truth. Probably truth. Right, what about you, Eddie? I guess it depends on who I'm playing with. That's a good, that's a good answer. Um, so, but in general, I probably would go truth. All right. Took off uh, my paper. You copied off my paper. Roberto? Yeah, copied off your paper, too. Yeah, probably truth. Okay. Koopaloo? <laughs> I, I'm, I'd pick dare. Nah. Right. You're rambunctious. Yeah, you are. Uh, I, I had a question submitted by email from Justin, the Mac man. He says uh, he wanted to know how we all balance our hours doing the overnight show. And he wanted to know if we take naps and do we have regular hours on our day off? We get asked this every once in a while. I do not take naps. I'm a terrible sleeper. I sleep for four or five hours a night. That's it. So I'm not a napper. And I adjust my schedule a little bit on my days off, but not much. I mean, I go to bed a few hours earlier, but not that not that many, and I'm still getting up when most people are already out doing stuff. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Any? Well, I am very lucky. I can sleep pretty much anywhere, anytime. Uh, if it's comfortable and it's dark and it's quiet, I'm I will fall asleep at any time. It doesn't matter. Um, and I do take a nap before I come into work. 
I take uh, an hour, little hour power nap before I come in. You should be like Doc. Mike, Doc would sleep for five minutes on the side of the road. Drove from Chicago to Tennessee, did not sleep, just pulled over every oh. hour and a oh. half and slept for like five minutes. One time back in the day, I was driving to L.A. from Fresno, and I was so tired, I pulled over to a rest stop, and I thought I'll just take a little nap and you know help out there. And when I woke up, I felt awful. <laughs> why? I mean, I, I, I was more awake, but I just felt terrible. I, I, I don't know why. Well, I almost died one time driving to Vegas in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah, we've and all had I, those stories. Yeah, I like Dozing I off. fell asleep in the. I was driving in the oh. fast lane out in like Barstow in that area, and then I, I woke up and I was in the slow lane, and I didn't even realize how I got there, and I didn't hit it. Unfortunately, there was no cars on the road, but well, there were some trucks, but I didn't hit anybody, and uh, that scared the bejeebers out uh. of me. What about you, Roberto? Well, during the week, I try to get like six, seven hours sleep, but the problem is. But my sleep is broken, so it's like I'll sleep for an hour, I'll wake up, then I'll go back to sleep, sleep like two hours, and wake up again. I don't get constant sleep during the week, so on the weekend, I'm I'm usually in sleep by like uh, uh, 12. 12. <laughs> okay. I, got, I got a six-year-old at home, so I got I to gotta wake up early during, during the weekend. Early to rise. Yeah. I got you. All right. What about you, Coop? That's wild. I, I could not fall asleep by midnight if my life depended on it. Uh, I... Don't really have a kid, though. I don't really take naps anymore. Uh, I used to do that, uh, but I, I weekday. It's a little. It's like you, Ben. It's a little different on the on the weekends and the weekdays. On weekdays, I'll go to sleep. You know, sometime around six thirty to seven a.m. Uh, and then on weekends, I'll go to sleep anywhere from like four thirty to five thirty. So a little bit earlier. Uh, but like you said, I'm still waking up, whether it's weekdays, I'm waking up at like 2 p.m. or weekends, I'm waking up at, you know, 1231. So yeah, it's not that yeah, different. Yeah. I do All nap. Right. I'm like Eddie Elson nap. Got yeah, a nap. I'm not, I'm not a napper. I do not have the ability to nap. I wish I did. I, uh, I was given my parents both bad sleepers. I inherited that. Thank you to my parents. Anyway, all right, we will press on here and we'll have more of Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour it continues fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live nothing keeps up at night more than the authentic sound of the ben maller show help bond with the maller militia by listening live from 2 to 6 a.m eastern monday through friday and get funky in the audio vault of magical podcasts from past shows it's as easy as abc and one two three subscribe and give us a five-star review amplify the maller brand and i'm live from the fox sports radio studios it's ben maller and right back to we go. It is Ask Ben and friends. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. Uh, let's get over to the Koopaloo for the reading of the questions. All right. Um, I feel like there's only one answer to this, but maybe I maybe I don't know. So Ferg Dog wants to know what's the best dip for soft pretzels. Yeah, well, cheese is obviously the answer. Are uh, there other dips than yeah? Than there's cheese? mustard. Some people go with the mustard. I'm a cheese guy. Ah, okay. I prefer uh, the nice, like a neon orange cheese. Uh, but there's probably other stuff I don't know about. But I, the big two are mustard and and cheese. Eddie, any dissenting opinion? I, I hate that that disgusting fake cheese. Uh, so I guess I'd have to go with mustard. Mm. Now, which mustard? The brown mustard? Brown the mustard, yellow mustard? Yes, yeah, brown, brown mustard. mustard. I don't brown like yellow mustard very much. Hmm, very interesting. Picky. Oh, I love yellow mustard, but brown mustard's great for the pretz. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind the brown mustard. What about a honey mustard? Like a honey mustard? Oh, I'd good, give it a try. Yeah, I'd give that a try. Good. Yeah, change it up a little bit. Roberto. Yeah, yeah mustard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Cheese. Yeah, definitely cheese. Yeah, like a little thing of cheese. I, I'm I'm almost offended that that's called cheese. Should be like I don't know cheese flavored. What are you an advocate something. for authentic? You don't cheese? like nacho cheese? I hate nacho cheese. It's disgusting. Wow. What? You're you're a bad person. That's wrong with you. It's gross. I love. I'm mean, real cheese. Is oh god, I love real cheese on anything, but that fake cheese is just offensive. Are you like part of the Chamber of Commerce of the State of Wisconsin or something like that uh, for the yeah. Cheese just, Council? Just or? speaking my mind. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is another easy one. Cowboy Killer wants to know: Miracle Whip or regular mayo? Uh, yeah, re- regular mayo is the uh, 
I don't think I've ever had Miracle Whip. It's I mean, garbage. It, it, don't. I, yeah, my, I never had that either. I, I never had that in my house growing up, so I never bought it as an adult. So mayo. Same. Okay. Yeah, mayo. Simple question. These are easy. Best like foods. Oh, oh, yeah, best only foods. best foods. Only mayo. Best foods. That's it. Only. All, all, all the There's other mayo are trash. Yep. One hundred percent. My goodness. And on the East Coast, it's a different kind of label. You. What is it? It's a different label on the East Coast. Hellman's. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Boom. Only Hellman's. Hellman's. Go to hell. <laughs> hey, it's Ben. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.